Welcome to episode four of Comic Book Nation, the official podcast of comicbook.com. I'm your host, Kofi Outlaw, and as always, I'm here with my co-host, Matt Mueller. What up, peoples? But today, we have our first big substitution. Boom. Gone is Brandon Davis. He is out doing his uh, Man of Mystery thing on some <laughs> Man of Mystery assignment that I'm sure we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. And in this place, coming out from behind the booth is producer... Show producer, Jim Viscardi, and uh, editor-in-chief of comicbook.com. I'm really excited about this. I don't have to shout from the far corner of the, the room oh, anymore. Oh, I mean, isn't that like a major part of your job? Is it just like <laughs> sitting in a corner and shouting at us? I mean, basically. But, I mean, I know. feel like that happens. I mean, I feel like you're more comfortable in that role. But you're up here on the hot seat now. You're in front of the cameras. Wow. Uh, you're in front of the people. So that's good. On this week's show, we are going to dive in to the rumor that Superman is going to be showing up in Shazam, but Henry Cavill will not. Spoilers. We're going to talk a little bit about this Star Wars Episode Nine and what's going on with this title and when we might get to know anything about this movie. We're also going to talk about some of the new trailers that have come out for movie remakes. There are some big movie remakes coming down the pike, and we got a bunch of those trailers this week. And finally, we're going to jump into a bunch of official, and I stress that word, official (laughs) new details of Avengers Endgame that have dropped this week. So, let's get into it. First up, let's talk about the DC movie universe. It doesn't come up as often bum, bum, on the show because we're kind of in this lull period while they're working out some things, but they're doing well. They got Aquaman, a billion dollars. And then the next big entry that's supposed to kind of carry the momentum that Aquaman has started is of course Shazam, which is coming out this spring in a few short weeks or a You gotta say Shazam with some emphasis. I mean, just because Shazam! They, uh, yeah, no, that's no, how you just say because it. they throw an exclamation point <laughs> the in the exclamation title in the logo. doesn't mean I need to go crazy every time I say it. Shazam! Shazam. But, so this movie is coming out, and it's the story of young Billy Batson who gets endowed with mystical, basically becomes mystical Superman on command, and he can change between the body of uh, his young foster kid self and this, like we said, mystical Superman. Who I'm going to be called I'm go out on a limb and say... His costume is cooler than Superman's costume. Well, that's a whole flavor. Like, like in general, like in general, you just I think derailed Cap- this whole thing. Captain Marvel's, Captain like, Marvel's we costume even gotten to the topic. is cooler. Well, if you're going to compare him to Superman, I'm just saying he's just. I'm just he's a cooler looking. Who Superman. don't know, which is like thanks to the marketing of this movie, like the majority of thing? the world. I love that cape. Ah. Yeah, we're just talking about people who know this character, and thanks <laughs> to the marketing, that's not a lot of people. They don't know he's basically we're mystical Kofi's Superman. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. New guests, new flow. I just adjust like the river does, but. Here we go. So what we're talking about specifically with Shazam and Superman is the fact that there was a new report put out by, uh, I think we got this covered, in that site we got this covered, reports that, what's that? It was somewhere. Yeah, I'm just saying them in case this goes all belly up and we know who to play. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying this as like a, a link show. That was a good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good just job. that distinction. We did not start this. <laughs> but that Superman will cameo in Shazam. And this is a rumor we've heard back and forth for a long time. He will, he won't, he will, he won't, he will, he won't. Uh, lately, we heard that they couldn't work it out. Warner Brothers couldn't work it out with Henry Cavill or just get the scheduling or something was one rumor that we heard. And so we kind of just were like, oh, okay, I guess we're moving on from that. But now we're hearing Superman will appear in the film, but Henry Cavill won't. And how that will take place is we'll see kind of a more of a faraway shot of Superman or Clark Kent from behind or something like that. And basically, they'll make reference to Superman and kind of probably show him action without getting close enough to have to distinguish who this Superman is. 
Do you think this rumor is true? <laughs> I mean, I was going to ask how you feel about Spoiler. it, but I feel like we're already getting Matt's reaction. Spoiler alert. That sick sound you heard in the mic was Matt <laughs> and his guttural reaction to this theory. So let's we start need, with we you, need buddy. To get a pale. It seems you're oh. not happy with this. Ugh, no, that's ugh. I just want that makes me vomit. Like I don't like just scrap it. I don't want a I would rather them not do it than get a bad Oh, it's 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 him in the shadows. That's like that's not Superman. Oh, uh, See his S off in the corner, and then he flies off. I'm like, no, don't just if you can't work it out with Cavill, or if you can't recast in time, which they can't. Mm-hmm. So don't just no. I don't I, need it. I'm gonna disagree with you <gasps> just a little bit. Uh, I know, surprise. That's very um, no. I, look, I think <laughs> shocker. I so so I've heard that Cavill, Henry Cavill, what, however you say his last name. Um, That's a debate for another. Show. Has he did shoot something, and the whole debate over the whole like is he Superman or not anymore started with, like basically off pay and like his contract and okay. whether or not this would count towards his appearance thing uh, or not, and basically different rates and whatnot. And so that, from what I get, but but something got shot. Okay, and whether or not they use it will be whether or not they can. Fixed, so they could use fix, whether or not they fix their you're situation. You're basically saying they could use the actual Henry Cavill without having to pay the actual Cavill if they just kind of show him. Kind of, yeah. Wow. But that's uh, it, but but like I guess the way that they said it was like it's a post credit thing maybe that only kind of just like shows him from like the neck down, um, and it's more like Billy Batson just sort of like sees him, which which I kind of like, right? So like if you're gonna have this whole sort of setup and he is this new superhero. And if this is happening in that universe, like Superman's going to find out. Right. And so I kind of like the sting, the stinger being like Superman shows up and like, they're about to have a conversation, but then have it just like go to black. But without a head, like you only see, no, that's so lame. So what? Uh, get rid of it. I want, I'd rather have black Adam. Normally I would agree. (laughs) Normally I would agree with Matt here, but Here's the thing, I think what's unique and I think what Shazam has maybe done to paint itself into a corner is obviously in the trailers that we've seen, like the DC superheroes are very much alive and active during this movie. And these kids, especially Billy Batson's friend Freddie, are obsessed with these people. They collect all the memorabilia. Yeah, exactly. So once they start playing on that field of of being, oh, I said Captain Marvel. (laughs) Legally, that would be very problematic. He said Captain Marvel. Yeah, did I? So so once Shazam is out, and like once the other Shazam family has kind of, we've already kind of seen hints that you know Billy's foster family, like they were in the New Fifty Two, will all get their own kind of superhero personas. And once that happens, like yeah, it's kind of hard to bring them into that playing field without making reference to anybody else because mm-hmm. they, I mean, he, they're obsessed with Superman. They're kind of imitating Superman mm-hmm. throughout this movie. Because to me, it's kind of like, like, like a Muppets, like the Muppets in a sense, where like the adults in the room or, you know, you just, um, you know, sorry, Muppet Babies, where like, you know, the nanny has her like head mm-hmm. cut off and whatever, or even like, you know, uh, Peanuts or whatnot, where like that would be, as a kid, like looking up, that's like getting scolded at by like your dad or about to be scolded at or something. Where like if you just have Superman show up and it's just like, oh, damn, I'm in trouble. I I feel like I think that's just I'm enough to because like, I like I love the idea of Superman being referenced and in the movie. Like I love the idea of a Superman stinger with mm-hmm. Billy or, or however they face. want. I just 
I think it's a, I just think it's, I like the idea of what you said with like the Muppet Babies thing. Mm-hmm. If I knew that's what they were going for. This just seems, this is just because of a but contract. But you don't know what they're going for. This but is a contract. If they don't show his face, what other reason would they have not to show There's, his face? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they <laughs> just can't because I know. So like, it's, it's like I know weird, why but that's it was you. done. That's it's not general audience. He just hovers down that's and Sam's sitting there and he looks up and there's just the insignia on his face and he's just like, whoa, and that's mm-hmm. like the end of it. Because to me, that carries more weight. Yeah, I mean, that, the Superman S yeah. stands for hope, but also carries more weight. So I mean, you could get around I, it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Let's just toss. Anyway. Let's not go down the rabbit hole. We're gonna toss this out to the fans. How do you guys feel about this? Do you think? That would be good. I mean, is it enough, and is it just fitting to kind of throw any kind of Superman reference in there? Do you need Cavill? Do you need this question answered about, like, who is Superman in this universe right now <laughs> and all that? Let us know. Hashtag comic book nation, but we're going to move on. So, moving right along, let's jump into some Star Wars talk. We haven't really done that since our infamous test episode when Brandon And Davis, then, of course, Brandon is not yeah, here. No, well, this is, <laughs> this is why I decided to throw this on here. He's not here. And our infamous test episode, uh, Brandon Davis said some pretty controversial things about Star Wars. He's not here to defend himself, so we're going to beat him up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> That's so true. See you when you get back, buddy. But, um, yeah, Star Wars Episode Nine is coming down the pike this year. It's a big deal, not just because it's another Star Wars episode entry, but because this is the final chapter of this new trilogy, the final chapter of the entire nine-part Skywalker saga. This is supposed to be the one that wraps it all up. Force Awakens, Maestro, J.J. Abrams is coming back. Don't worry about that Ryan Johnson guy quite yet until the future <laughs> in his next trilogy. But we don't know anything about this film. It is now February 2019. It's coming out in December. We don't know anything about this film. We don't even know the title. So we thought this week because January 23rd, or not this week, but uh, January 23rd came up and we everybody was thinking like maybe – it would be a title reveal because last year we learned the last Jedi title around this time. Everybody's been on pins and needles. Days have come, days have gone. We haven't learned a single thing. Anthony Daniels keeps trolling the internet. Yeah, and so does Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. He just keeps trolling people who are like thirsty for this, for any and all information. So the Star Wars people are having fun. But my question is this. When do you think we'll get this title? What do you think it'll be? And then there's another question behind it is, do these movies need this level of secrecy? <laughs> I mean, are we getting to like kind of peak ridiculous, peak Shyamalan ridiculousness with this? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yes and no, right? Like, I think Star Wars by itself, and like this to me is a Star Wars movie, right? This is a, it's in the long line of just Star Wars movies. And so that's really all it needs at this point. Like they've, anyone out there in the general public just knows another Star Wars movie that is coming out. It's not one of the weird ones like Rogue One or Solo. It, it is just another Star Wars movie. So to that that point, like, you know, if I ask, like, my sister or, uh, you know, just my neighbor or something, all they know or care about is another Star Wars movie is coming out December, and they're already going to go see it. Um, we're pro- I mean, like, look, we're probably going to get the title and everything else at Celebration, right? It's a long weekend. If they want to own that weekend, they can do the... Uh, and just for anybody who doesn't know, Star Wars Celebration, when is that? Uh, that's next month, I think, or is it in April? Right. I, I'm asking you. Yep. That's, uh, not, a bad, that's yeah. not a bad... No, time I think it's... I think, I believe it's either the end of March or early April. It's very, very... It's very, very close. And so for them to do anything now, like... Would they get news out of it? Yeah, it is sure. April 11th to the 15th. Perfect, so early April. 
Um, but like they can do the title one day, they can show like pre-production footage like they normally do or whatnot the next day, and then they can do something else the day after that. Like they don't, they can own that entire weekend and have it be a true thing where fans are gathered and celebrated. Like they are the ones that you care think about. They'll it. do that. Yeah. Oh, of course they've got to. Okay. If they if so they they'll don't, hold the title until then. Yeah, I think so. Okay. If they don't, that would be so. With very if we've narrowed down when we think it'll be here, April 11th to the 15th during Star Wars Celebration 2019. Do you think this title is so significant that hearing it is going to like blow our mind grapes? And like, let me just references. <laughs> if you don't know what mind grapes is, this is great though. Like, uh, that, that's I, I a reference applauding. to a popular comedy show, NBC comedy. I won't tell you which. You I should was know. Applauding. But, anyway. Uh, I was very happy. Let's just say uh, the person who coined that phrase is now a multi-hyphenate uh, sensation. So, you know, very it's cool. a pretty, little fit of genius there. But speaking of our mind grapes, do you think this title is going to be so significant that just hearing it, it is a major reveal in and of itself? And let me just frame this by <laughs> saying this same company, Disney, you know, Marvel, Avengers 4, we got, I mean, they held that title back forever. And then when we found out, it was exactly the title we had all guessed right from the very beginning, <laughs> and it didn't tell us anything. It didn't change any lives. It, yeah. it, it was just like, Un- it was very underwhelming. And Un- this is what I'm kind of worried about. Unless Star Wars names the movie, Kylo Ren dies. Wow. <laughs> that is the only way return I would give two episode nine, Return of Snoke. <laughs> like, like, that is the only way I would care about this title. No, I'm going to go see it anyway. It doesn't matter. Palpatine's Revenge, Rise of the Grey Jedi. Like, it has to go yeah. so far for me to care. Like, it's, it's no, it's going to be some I mean, but fine but, title. But, but, like, Force Awakens, I thought was a was a good title. The Last yeah. Jedi was a was a, a good title. Like, I yeah, those, don't they didn't change gonna... anything about the movie? Like, you, no. your anticipation oh, I mean, for it? Well, I mean, it changed. Force Awakens didn't. I mean, if Force <laughs> Awakens was a double entendre, like obviously a play on you know the franchise coming back plus this new Force capable Ray person. Mm-hmm. The Last Jedi was different. I mean, we all were going crazy with speculation right. about what the Last Jedi was. It was very ominous. And then I mean, but then again, a lot but of fans ended up yeah, <laughs> pissed off anyway because uh, they had all these theories. Which I mean, I, like the name, and Ryan the name Johnson of this, made his own movie, and then they were and like, Endgame Dang. didn't matter either. <laughs> Endgame was like, okay, fine, whatever. We we yeah, it End doesn't game. change anything. Like, I'm gonna go see the movie. I don't care about titles. All oh. right, I'm feeling very. Negative. So, do you think that studios <laughs> need to be holding these titles back this long, or are they just playing off? They get they get a bunch of hype by not revealing the title, and then they'll get a bunch of hype and when the title is released, and then they'll get a bunch of hype in between until trailers start to come out about the title. Um, and, and in between, like I mean, it's yeah. Okay. Smart, well, that means ish. Let's well, let's just also frustrating. Let's yes. also throw in the caveat <laughs> that Jim Viscardi is not a normal human being. He was once working in PR, so yeah. these strategies do <laughs> appeal and they resonate in your mind right. because you have the mind for this, and that's good. But I think you're right. I mean, and this is a good way to kind of stretch out free publicity, free hype. And all you got to do is drop a title card that you've had probably prepared. We've probably for. talked more about the Star Wars episode title in the last like two or three weeks just because of like fake anniversaries and things like that than we have maybe in the last couple of months. Because we, we kind of expected, well, maybe Disney's going to follow their schedule. And if they do, they're going to do this. And so they've gotten a bunch of pre-buzz for an event that they're going to you know blow the doors down with um, by still holding it. That's true. So from a pre-R perspective, this is all good. This is all good. All right. Well, there you have it. 
You guys are going to have to be thirsting for a little while longer. Let us know what your <laughs> best guesses for this Episode 9 title are. Your, if you've done some deep internet research or just have a good guess, hit us up. Comic Book Nation. So, stay tuned, because we're about to sift through some of the big remake tra trailers that just dropped, and we're also going to get into a bunch of new reveals from Avengers Endgame. So let's start with a little game I like to call Rate the Remake. And basically, here's what we've gotten. This week, we've gotten three big remake trailers. We got the trailer for the new version of Pet Cemetery, Stephen King's Pet Cemetery, and trailer for a new installment of Shaft, which they just keep calling Shaft for some <laughs> reason, no matter when it comes out. I mean, that's somebody a, just another, loves, somebody loves just, like, usage of a jokes. great title. Yeah, but they just love dick jokes over there, I feel like. Yeah, like, well. it's just, I mean, there's a bullet. There's, like, a whole lot of dick jokes in this trailer about Shaft. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. And today, we got the Child's Play remake, or reboot, rather, trailer, because this is not the same movie at mm -hmm. all. So, the reason I thought to kind of bring this up was, you know, besides being short on good topics, was also because... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I wanted to talk because it was an interesting thing because in the same week, in the last few weeks, we've also gotten, specifically in the horror genre, a trailer like Jordan Peele's Us with this crazy poster with Lupita and Yango, mm -hmm. and Us is already generating huge buzz going into spring season in the horror genre and just for movies this year, and it's an original work. And so my question was, after seeing these trailers, my takeaway was, of these three trailers that I watched only really one kind of justified its existence to me, and that's Pet Cemetery. Mm -hmm. And the other two, I was just like, I mean, it took me a while to even watch them. And when I did, I was just like, ugh, you know. <laughs> I see something like the Child's Play reboot trailer, and I'm just like, oh, my God, which looks like Flatliners. That, do you remember that? Flatliners got a remake mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. Anybody remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember and that I just, happened. Yeah. I don't remember the movie. I, you know why I remember? Because I have young children, and when I'm up at 3 a.m. and Stars is on, that's when I find it. I'm like, this was a thing. Um, but, like, yeah, it's just that kind of thing. It's like, I mean, we have great new horror tales, horror smashing it. And, like, what's the point of this? Like, I, I mean, I know name recognition and everything, but, like, Child's Play especially is a one to highlight because that franchise is not struggling. Like, the original mm -hmm. creators of that franchise and the original stars have been making these Chucky movies on DVD or now on streaming, mm -hmm. and they're still hugely, I mean... Are they cult, hugely popular? Like, for a cult, cult horror yeah, film, they're they, they are one of the strongest cult horror franchises mm -hmm. around. Yeah. Like, hands down. I mean, every Chucky movie is some kind of low-level bubbling horror. Even if it's just within, like, the genre, yeah. is some kind of event. And that series isn't ending. It's actually going to sci-fi for to continue the Chucky series yeah. with the original creative team and actors is going to sci-fi. So this new movie remake is or reboot is coming in, and it's trying to basically... And I get what they're doing, because as a parent, I could tell you, like, my, my kids have a bunch of freaky, like, interactive toys at home, and mm -hmm. if you're ever walking by and it starts lighting up, and it's like, Beepo loves you, and you're like, whoa, like, where's your off switch? <laughs> I mean, yeah. and you could think, like, one of these could come alive and hurt your child or hurt you. Like, I mean, it is a modern kind of nightmare, but this is, like, some weird, I feel like this is just going to get wrapped up in some weird tech, it's going to get lost between, like, a horror movie, a slasher, and some weird commentary on technology, because it's just an advanced, AI, like, a basically yeah. AI interactive toy that's Chucky now. 
And like, I'm just like, uh, and Shaft, I mean, it's the same thing, filled with great people. Richard Roundtree is coming back, the original Shaft. Samuel L. Jackson, the 2000 Shaft. Who's from, only like six years younger, which yeah. blows my mind. Yeah, exactly. And Richard Roundtree, yeah. yeah. And then some new whiny kid who looks like the dude off Saturday Night Live. I kept thinking it Boy. was John Legend, and I was like, what's John Legend doing in this? <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other discussion he's but he's just like chef you know like it's just and i'm just like oh, i mean like there's so many other things yeah. like well, good I, ideas in movies but i will say this the positive is pet cemetery is looks like it's being done right it feels like stephen king it doesn't matter what studio these movie films at good. they all learn from it and they're like we were going to get that it money. <laughs> right, like, because there was a long stretch of time where Stephen King movies were just not good. No, well, in both of those trailers, terrible. you see it, like, yeah. advertised, like, from the people that did it. Yeah. It's like, wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, when you're starting to do, like, what, speaking of Samuel L. Jackson, him and John Cusack's, like, room 1408, 40 more. Million, <laughs> like, like, once you start scraping that part of the barrel for Stephen King material, like, yeah, we were getting a little hurt there. Yeah. Um, and, Horror like, is in this weird space spot right now where i think nostalgia is helping boost new stuff like us oh yeah i think you know when you're able to modernize some horror stuff like halloween or like it it sort of reinvigorates that interest in the genre and then you know the true standout stuff you know like us or you know some of the other you know new horror movies that we've gotten have been able to you know basically go toe-to-toe with these remakes. Um, the weird thing about Chucky is, you know, like, I wish the original creators were attached to this one and were open to the modernization of it, because, like, I get it, right? Like, for... There's going to be, like, a generation who kind of knows that Chucky's a, a murder doll, but doesn't... Can't really relate to the old-school-looking Chucky. Yeah. Like, that's just not a toy that they would have interacted or played with. Uh, and so, I mean, unless you go through the aisle and see those American Girl dolls, right? Those yeah, are <laughs> right. Exactly. Now uh, that would have been interesting. Those it was are like creepy. an American Girl doll. <laughs> those are they always stare at me. It's very yeah. freaky. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but like, but you know, and, and so I think it'll be really interesting to kind of watch how they promote the new Chucky um, in comparison to kind of you know everything else um but like i'm excited for shaft uh even like this new one like i it but again i know for me that's total nostalgia um that like you know i liked uh i liked the other shaft stuff and so but see like i get it because 2000 shaft i love and if you haven't seen that film i mean it's crazy to go back and watch now it's samuel L. jackson Christian Bale is the villain. Jeffrey Wright is the other villain playing like a Puerto Rican gangster named Peoples, which is like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Tony Collette is like the main oh kind of MacGuffin in the movie as a witness. And like, yeah, this is like some peak talent. Yeah. Like, just can't, like just playing these character roles and just you realize how rich it is because like you have these really talented actors and these crazy kind of black exploitation character roles. And it was very much like a return to the original Shaft for me mm. and, and kind of brought that whole thing back. This is more like Shaft goes to Africa, which <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's not quite as good as the original Shaft. And I feel like we're getting yeah. we're getting there. Like when now Shaft is trying to compete with like, say, Hobbs and Shaw or mm. something, and it's like, 
I don't know you about know that. You know what's bad though? I really dug that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I didn't. I didn't. So just for a record, a black guy's the only one out on a limb on this one. Not, not, not representing for Shaft. I'm not like, saying uh, it is high art and by any means. However, I found myself laughing several times throughout that trailer. The stupid over-the-top bullet going through and it's got the shaft on it and like all that goofy stuff. I was like, I was smiling by the end of that. I went, yeah, I can see that. All right, so also, you guys are in for Shaft. Mm-hmm. Pet Cemetery, I am too. I thought that looked no, that, I mean, fantastic. Yeah, that... That's the thing with horror right now, I think is weird. Like, horror came from this very low budget cult kind of cult community place, but now it's become mainstream. And you can tell which movies are really getting the money. Mm-hmm. Like, Pet Cemetery, somebody saw it and was like, no, nope, put some money behind this. <laughs> and like, we're getting a slightly different version of the story, but it looks really freaky. Yeah, it looks and great. Like, it's going to have jump scares. Yeah. But it, it had a sense of tension that, honestly, that the child's play trailer i was like well, i'll never was, get that 10 yeah. minutes back I was, honestly this <laughs> I version looks like a better version than the original movie mm-hmm. which was supposed to be scary but kind of got cheesy with like its effects because i mean you couldn't do as much back yeah. then mm-hmm. with like you could slap some makeup on a cat and a little kid and be like look scary <laughs> there's but, a like, scene in here where the lady is like walking along the walkway and mm-hmm. she's her back bones are mm-hmm. like snapping i was like Ugh. yeah, I, yeah that, that freaky was, movement uh. like all that stuff like i mean this looks like the true kind of embodiment of the concept is, you know, grief make, you know, which is Pet Cemetery mm-hmm. is a great, great horror thing from the sense of, you know, our sense of grief. Could we get that back? And then kind of getting what you want, but not because it's horribly, yeah. mm-hmm. it goes horribly askew. And this looks like a really good, horrific vision of that. So, well, I, I mean, too, I also like that we're kind like, we're still, this is a continuation of like the King ish Renaissance that we got Yeah, with it. I mean, even something, you know, like, uh, what was it? Castle rock or whatnot on, yeah. on Hulu. Like I, I really like that series until the very end, but I've really liked it, you know, for the most part. And so like, I'm all for more like the horror being done this way. Yeah. Sure. And this all looks like it in this film. I mean, I made the mention of the two different studios, but they look like it's like one Stephen mm-hmm. King yep. universe and even Castle Rock kind of falls in that because it has actors from like <laughs> it and stuff like that in it. So, um, all right. So it sounds like it's as usual with these remakes and reboots. It's kind of a mixed bag. Yeah. Also, like, can I say some of them are going to get done right and we'll like them. Some of them won't. There's a thing that like, cause you referenced earlier and I know remakes and reboots get a, at some at times well deserved reputation of like why are we doing this when we have original things like us i agree with jim though that a lot of times they do pave the way for mm-hmm. other people to then reignite their passion for something and then make something original that kind of owes its inspiration to that but i don't mind remakes and reboots like inherently i don't care if it's a good if you have a take on something that's established and it's good I'll go see it. I don't care. Like it, it, if it's original, fine. I've also seen a lot of original movies that suck, and original ideas that suck. When I've gone to see them, I like, well, that was terrible. So I never, I don't, I don't give it an automatic ding when it's a remake or a reboot, as long as it's good by the end. I could care less. I just think there's a. I mean, I hear what you're saying. I agree yeah. for the most part. I just think right now there's been so many great original horror visions. Get out, Quiet Place, Quiet Us, Place, and yeah. like let's just be clear. For me, Us is like blowing all these other movies away. Like I us was had me, us. yeah. 
from the original, the moment that song plays. Oh, I got five on it. And then they take it, oh, and yeah. it's like, it adds Somebody to the soundtrack to, like, and tension. Yeah. Oh, my God. Somebody needs to release that version of the song. Child's Play yeah. tried to do that in this trailer, by the way. They took the theme, and they slowed it down, and they kind of did the same thing throughout, and it did not work, because it's not. I got yeah. five on it. It's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, mixed bag. Let you guys, if you uh, want to go on the site, we have links in the article you can check out uh, for this podcast. Um, you have links in the article for this podcast to all these trailers. You can check them out. Let us know what you think. Hashtag Comic Book Nation. Uh, let us know what you think about the whole kind of reboots, original films, where you guys are kind of sitting with this right about now because we are still in the midst of it. It is like a just getting to be a 50-50 <laughs> bag every year. So let us know what you think because we're going to move on to the big thing to talk about today, which is Avengers Endgame. So I know we've talked about this. We were on our fourth show, and I feel like we've talked about Endgame like three out of four shows. I promise we won't. That's true. All you, you know DC not, fans, this won't be. It's kind of a big deal. What's that? <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. I know, but for all you DC fans, I swear <laughs> this won't be like a Marvel-only show, but I mean, things are going on with Marvel right now. Obviously, for the next few months, it's going to be because we have Captain Marvel, then Endgame, and so like, I mean, who's the stop and Shazam? It's got there? a great TV clip. And then it's all over. Yeah, and then, then we'll slow down a little yeah. bit. But uh, we got a slew of new things, and they're official, and I think that's the thing that's different this mm -hmm. time is this is all official. We're not talking rumors. We're not you talking speculation. We're not sifting through every Australian frame of a 30-second <laughs> trailer. You guys are unruly. We're not <laughs> sifting through every frame of a 30-second trailer trying to find what we think will happen. I mean, this is official stuff. So let's talk a little bit about what we got this week because it's a lot. Mm -hmm. So we got some. We got an official first look thanks to Orville Redenbacher. Orville Redenbacher. Some merchandise. Way to go, in. popcorn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, popcorn. <laughs> but that's it, though, right? Like we're now in that point. And I, God, I wanted to say we're. In but wait, let me say first. Wanted, we we got to look at new costumes. <laughs> yeah, they should have just went with it. Um, we're in that pr point in the promotion cycle where the promo partners and the the sponsors and whatnot. They're not gonna. They're not gonna hold back. They're like, ah, we gotta sell this, and they're gonna start releasing, you know, images here, or there, and you know. Yeah, they know. They, they know can only do so, like Disney can only do so much to hold that back. Yeah, yeah. those merchandisers know comicbook.com will be on it as soon as they put out that yeah, image. That's right. What was it? The first like look we got from Venom was from like the side of a brisk bottle. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that was Forget brisk, baby. <laughs> um, so we got looks the Avengers at their new lineup of costumes, and I mean, if you're a Marvel fan, you know how this works. Got to sell toys, bro. Every movie got to sell some new toys, so everybody needs a slight costume tweak. And so we got to see what our new Avengers look like, and I mean, there's some that we're not going to get too crazy about because. You know, Hawkeye and Black Widow now have slightly different spy suits. I think the biggest thing from Hawkeye is he puts on a Hawkeye suit again, mm -hmm. as opposed to just oh, being grown in. Yeah, and he cuts his hair. <laughs> so that's that. But uh, Black Widow gets a slightly sleeker, slightly sexier black outfit. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I, like I, I think it's lot, great yeah. too, but it's not like a no, revolutionary not change or anything. Thor is the same deal. It's kind of like a slight tweak on his armor, but there are some worth talking about here. Iron Man has a new armor design, oh. which speaks volumes because mm -hmm. that's a spoiler in and of itself, which I don't know if we've actually spun out, but like, I mean, if he has new armor, obviously. It'll be out by the time this is out. <laughs> <laughs> but if he has and new it's armor, probably the armor he makes when he's with Nebula, right? When they're working on stuff. I guess. I mean, it looks like, I mean, it looks like the old suit or the suit he had in Infinity, uh, War. Infinity War yeah. with modifications. Yeah. I cool. would like to think that that is not the only suit we see. That makes sense. Yeah. In the movie. Probably not. No. It's cool looking. 
No, yeah, I mean, it is cool looking. But he gets a new one. And Gold sleeves, knows? baby. Gold sleeves. That's a big change. He's finally taken a page out of Thor's book. Mm-hmm. He's got to get some uh, solid metal looking sleeves on. <laughs> nice sleeves. Point Can't break. be outdone. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing. We got new Iron Man armor. It's like Mark 4.550 million billion-ish. I don't know what Mark we're on. Exactly. Remember when that was a big part of the Just MCU? Round. Just round up. Like counting every like Mark of armor was like a big deal in the MCU for phases one and two. Then Mostly because we knew we were getting a hot toy of it. Well, yeah, right. But, but then, Iron Man, like... then Iron Man 3 happened. Yeah. It was like, well, hold on a second. Those don't have any numbers on no, them. We're done. Yeah, like we're done. <laughs> like can't even count anymore. Captain America has a new suit. That looks pretty cool. It's kind of an amalgamation of all of his yeah. suits. It's like it, his classic first. He's got Avengers, the Avengers A soldier. On like yeah, his right. Avengers uh, Age of Ultron suit, and now we're kind of coming back to that. And, and you mean they kiss and make up? That and or he's just putting it all together because he's gonna die. Oh, and so we're just getting little 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 memory Very flashes dark. of all of. Captain America's arc because this could be it for him. And based on that last trailer, I mean, there's growing speculation that's true. But I think the biggest costume thing we got to talk about is, of course, Hulk, mm-hmm. and which is now official. Like we've yeah. seen here and there, but yeah. that's that's a that's a pretty cool big ish idea, I guess. I mean, I would to me, I kind of like well, it in the sense. What idea are you talking about? The fact that he's got like a jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You know, Hulk's, Hulk's he's getting full. Yeah, he's getting full body <laughs> jumpsuit in this one. Yeah. Um, I think the, I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? In the sense, like, I've seen a lot of people be like, why is he wearing a suit or a costume? I mean, like, he's Bruce Banner, and he's tired of when he goes back to being Bruce Banner, of being naked. Yes. And so, Bruce Banner, smart guy. Probably going to come up with a costume for himself uh, that will grow with him and shrink with him. So makes total sense. Yeah, I love it. Especially since he's hanging out with people who know a thing or two about growing and shrinking these days. (laughs) Ant-Man, when they find him. And, yeah, also because... What stood out to me about this Hulk image wasn't just the outfit, though. It's the actual facial design yeah. of Hulk in this image. Mm-hmm. And that leads us to the biggest discussion point, and then what's been one of our biggest stories on the site right now, is this is going to be quite possibly... First of all, it's the end of this three-part Hulk saga Kevin Feige has teased since Thor Ragnarok, which was the first part. Mm-hmm. Avengers Infinity War was the second part, where he had uh, Hulk performance issues, let's call them. Uh, Hulk wouldn't come out to play. His big raging green monster would not come out to play. And you did like kind the of, Shaft trailer? Yeah. And he, <laughs> oh, he's so imp- he was kind of impotent at the end. But this looks like Endgame will be where he and Hulk finally come to this agreement. Because after Age of Ultron, obviously on in Thor Ragnarok, Hulk kind of just hijacked control. Mm-hmm. Then Bruce Banner was back, and in Infinity War, like after taking a beating and stuff, Hulk was like, "Well, I'm not working with you anymore. Like, I'm not dealing with this anymore." But in Endgame, it looks like they kiss, make up, and what we get is Professor Hulk. They merge, which is the full synthesis of Bruce Banner and the Hulk, not at war, not like two separate people sharing a body, but they kind of unify into one persona. And that's what you kind of see, unless this is just really early bad visual effects. It's like the Grey Temple. Yeah. And the, yeah, you see more of Bruce Banner and Mark Ruffalo's face more than ever in this Hulk design. And he, it's not like Raging Hulk. It looks like Mm-mm. smart Bruce Banner. Actually, it actually looks like it, he's thinking about something. And he's smiling. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like this is going to be him finally in control of Hulk, and we're going to get this Professor Hulk 
character. I'm so thrilled about that. Yeah. I'm I mean, so stoked for that. Yeah, we were trying to explain to it to somebody who was in the office. And, <laughs> and we're just like, what is this all about? And me and Jim were trying to explain it. It's basically like, yeah, strong guy and smart guy finally get to play together. And that's going to be really cool if you have like sequences of Hulk able to beat up a bunch of bad guys while also doing something crazy like you know, trying to hack something. And some or of Holt's best comic stories are during when he's like this. Mm. Yeah. Me. So, yeah, no, I'm... I'm yeah, because it's still Bruce Banner with the smarts and stuff, but, like, Hulk's attitude still, like, the kind of snarky and, like, you know, angry attitude is still there. And it'll be good to kind of just see Mark Ruffalo, like, what he can... Because he's such a great performer. Mm-hmm. And so seeing what he'll come up with for this combined persona is probably one of the things I'm more excited about. Mm-hmm. Do you think if Professor Hulk's a hit, this could we finally have enough clout to launch ourselves into a new Hulk movie? I think there's they still have a bunch of rights issues with the Hulk that still Hulk will never untangle. Really? Yeah. Uh, Universe is gonna hold on to those rights for as long as they can. Just and you guys got Fast and the Furious. You got like <laughs> The Rock is becoming your Hulk. Stop being petty. Stop I mean, being petty. Though, do I think it leads to another? Thor Ragnarok type thing where they team mm-hmm. him and make him a focal point of a movie? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I mean, do we, I mean, that, do we really want like a Hulk solo movie? I don't. I, I mean, solo in the sense of like Civil War solo. So like, like yeah. I like him like being Hulk a and the focal agents part of Smash of or something mm-hmm. like that or or Hulk going up against a, you know, a specialized team of monsters who are there to take him down finally mm-hmm. or whatever, what have you and he has to get help from somebody else in the Avengers. Like, something like that I would definitely mm-hmm. like to see. Yeah. Because I've always liked some the of the Hulk idea. cartoons or, or Avengers cartoons have stumbled on some pretty mm-hmm. I like the Hulk cartoon. Stories. Yeah, with the... Uh, um, Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Yeah, yeah. I, I really dug that. See, so something like that I would like to see. And, you know, having Thunderbolt Ross's Red Hulk or, like, a mystery film like that. Oh, they'll, never, they'll never go down that you road, would lose which your makes mind. me so sad. You would lose your mind. Because I love Red Hulk. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Throw Sentry in there, and that's, like, Jim's uh, favorite man. movie. I mean, it's just basically Civil War. Like, you know, somebody's out causing havoc. Everybody thinks it's Hulk. It is a Hulk, not the right Hulk. And so they put together a team of monsters to go hunt down, like, Hulk. I mean, I would love yeah. to see them build something like World, like World War Hulk, where, like, you know, something happens and Hulk goes rogue, and they've got to find a way to, you know. Well, this could be the lead into that, you know? see? I mean, it could be. I'd rather see them hit Secret Invasion first. But No, I mean, absolutely. Okay. So... That's a whole other can of worms. So we'll never get world. We won't get World War Hulk until like thirty years from now, and then yeah. Ruffalo won't even be the Hulk anymore, and we'll all be sad. So we got a new official Avengers: Infinity War or oof, Avengers Endgame. Don't want to make that mistake. The internet will come for me. Synopsis, which you know, if I was better at this, I would probably pull up in front of me. I mean, <laughs> I, I, it, but it doesn't it was, really. It was so basic. It yeah. was just like Thanos caused some trouble, and they need to band together to stop to undo. Yeah, it. I think the one thing the synopsis says is like they're going to do this and set things. That they're basically so desperate at this point, they're going to do whatever it takes to set right. things right, no matter the consequences. Surprise! Dun, dun, uh. <laughs> so after this, there is going to be some. I mean, it's just basically setting up that after this movie, right? They're going to be. It's not going to be a clean win. Like, yeah. whatever they do is going to require some kind of major sacrifices. Which I love the idea of. Which that, are going to probably change the MCU forever. I don't want it to go back to the world. Someone's going to die. Yeah. Someone's going to die. Something can't be fixed exactly the right way. Hopefully it's it Iron Man because I want like, Captain America still around. Jeez. So, yeah. Oh, man. I so, I mean, nothing big there. I mean, at this point, we can just comb over every little line and detail of everything, and they're not releasing 
somebody's out there. They got people with monocles and <laughs> looking over every piece of ink on the page. You're like, this word could be taken to mean like Captain America's gonna die. You know, Camelbook.com is gonna write a whole. I don't have right a. Mo- I don't have a monocle. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he does. So we. They're, I mean, they're not giving us anything away yeah, in that. No. So, but we have it now. It's an official synopsis. So you can start uh, throwing that in some articles if you if you need to. Now let's talk about something else involved with this. We've heard that this movie is going to be three hours, and even the Russo brothers are kind of vaguely teasing and being coy about, you know, if there's any Marvel movie that deserves just the full length it needs to tell its story without being truncated or cut down, you know, DC style, this is probably that movie. So they're not shying away from the fact that it could be three hours. I'm totally going to be the Debbie Downer on this and say that there's no possible way in hell that it is that long, because you got to think. You got to think like from just like the pure dollars and cents of it all, they're going to want as many show times as possible to fit in theaters as they can get. They're also going to buy out like most of the theaters. I mean, like, sure. I mean, for I mean, it's going to shut down the cineplexes for God knows how long. So there's going to be a ton of theaters. So. I'm not so much worried about, I know what you're talking about, it's the infamous, if you've never ever, if you're not like into this, why movies are typically about an hour and a half in two hours max is because there's, a, there's an actual calculation about how many showings you can fit into a day, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, how much turnaround you can get, therefore how much profit you will generate in a three hour movie, it becomes exponentially riskier to generate mm-hmm. a big box office because the ter- you, you basically lose out on showings per day. Because of the because that's two shows yeah. in one exactly yeah mm-hmm. and so you well because yeah. and this is a movie that relies I would say even more on people seeing it immediately than maybe Infinity War did or some other Marvel movies that like I don't know as if it's going to have the same tale in theaters that maybe Infinity War did interesting because like. The spoilers are going to be out day one. And I know that there's like the whole general public who doesn't even, you know, look at the internet for things like spoilers and whatnot. And so there is all that. But even that built in, hyped up audience who saw Infinity War and here's all the stuff going in, like they're going to want to see it day one or day two um, or that weekend or in that first week. They're not going to necessarily want to wait as long. And so if you're not going to be able to pack showtimes into a theater in that, like I could see theaters just being like, Mm, that's not fair. So how long was Infinity War? It's two twenty. Yeah, it's just everything's been like about two twenty. So I mean, I see it being longer than Infinity War, but I, I kind of, I can understand that. Like, I, if they don't go three hours, I would definitely see one. I'm betting on two thirty-five to two forty. Yeah, mm-hmm. like around there. Um, they'll they'll give an extra twenty minutes of time mm-hmm. to kind of. But that totally makes sense because, and also this movie is expensive. But mm-hmm. just to play devil's advocate, here's what I think is also maybe a little different. I think like I just hope we don't get like a Return of the King type of ending for this movie where it goes on forever. I mean, it's gonna. I mean, I don't think it will. I think I literally. I'm kind of betting that this movie will literally end on, like, say, Captain America holding an Infinity Gauntlet and resetting the entire universe, and it's just like fades into a white light as opposed to like a dark light. No, please, then God, like, don't let that be the ending. And then you don't know what it is. No, if that is the ending, I don't, I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> I don't think, based on all the amount of things, depending on, it depends on what Kevin Feige has been building behind the scenes for this event. Like, if everybody's cast, if you start to think, then you can do a montage where you just don't mention or you hear a voiceover of whoever's dead or something, and you're like, 
and you're talking about the universe and who's in it, and then like you can see like a shot of space, and then something like some a yellow helmet like kind of streaking across and have your Nova and tease all of what the new status quo is by just brief shots of everybody. But I don't think you have you, to. You know what? I, you don't have to. My, go ahead. I'll let you go. But first. you know what? I, but he brought it. He kind of touched on it. Is that one of the things that I love about comic books? And this is something that's very hard to translate to film just because of all the stuff involved. But when comics end, like a big event ends, and they go to set up, there's an ending, but then there's typically a tease of, hey, here's things that are coming in the next mm -hmm. six months. Oh, and they do like one panel splash. or a big yeah, splash, but they, they show the six different, not one. I need like, uh, you, you see little hints this of all This has been the end of every Marvel movie for yeah, a while. I mean, that's time. what that was the I mean, but I like, want... Winter Soldier ended with the Marvin Gaye and a status quo update on everybody. Yeah, but not like, like that. I want, if you're going to do the white light. Every thing, Avengers movie basically ends with this. Like. <laughs> if, if you want the white light, I literally want the screen to have, like, I want it to be looking like one of those pages where it's like a, a I just whole thing of all these little clues. And then here's what's coming in the Marvel Universe. No, I just wanted to say the fade to white with like one. I want it to be a somber. I want the focus of the ending to be saying goodbye to the to the original adventure. There, here's what's going to happen. And not even not even that. I just want to say goodbye like one last scene with whoever's dead or whatever or if Captain America has the Infinity Gauntlet is now god of the universe or whatever. Like I just want it to be a solemn goodbye, like a tease of something exciting coming, a white light and then just a sign that says the Marvel Universe Marvel Cinematic Universe continues with Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, here's here's oh. what's going to happen. You're going to break the internet right now. Captain America is going to survive. At the very end, you're going to get the new team. And the last two words of the movie are going to be Avengers Assemble. They've already gone down that road. We can't revisit that. No, they're going to, but they're going to do it this time. No, that's, that's yeah, such a week. Yeah, I will throw my popcorn <laughs> in the air, get up, and just... And not it. for just like a random white light? Thank I, you. <laughs> thank you. That is such a suck ending. <laughs> it's good. I God. don't think you need to show anybody any of the new stuff I hate ambiguous endings. Yet. At least that gives me like, oh, this is the future. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody deserves that. I think the Russos should just set up that like we handled this part. Now, F it, whoever has to handle this next oh, part. Oh, God. <laughs> like, that's all well, them. That's and that's all how them. we got The Last yeah. Jedi. And, hey man, I love the last. I love the last Jedi. So I'm not that crap. That's how we got there. But right. Brandon does right. not. Now one last Brandon thing, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap this up. If it is three hours, and here's why I think it could be. The only reason I think it could be is I, I disagree slightly in that this is gonna be like get there and get the spoilers early because I think this is the kind of movie where like we're all so pent up that like the first showing almost doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you just gotta get in there and see what happened just so you can know like what happened. But I think the real showing for a lot of people is going to be when they go back after all the expectations see and questions are out, third time, and they have right. to see it a second or third time. Yeah. And I think Marvel could bank on that as opposed to you know the initial front-loaded kind of getting everybody in first weekend. They know that this is going to be something that people have to, even when it's out and the spoilers are out, they're going to have to just you know digest it several times mm -hmm. to really get it all. And so I think that's the only reason it could be three hours. If it is, just real quick, and then we're going to wrap up. There's been rumors that there could be an intermission. Would you let, I'd like to see that happen. I will say I saw the Hateful Eight Roadshow, which had one of the best intermission moments of all time in any movie. Um, if you saw that movie, you know what I'm talking about. It's a scene after Sam Jackson delivers one of the most violent and dirty monologues possible and then shoots somebody just in cold blood. And as soon as you're sitting there like, what just happened? It just cuts to intermission, which was genius on Tarantino's part. Mm. 
And I could see them, we were talking about in the office, doing something like that for this. Like something really crazy happens in the movie and they just stop for an intermission. Do you ever see that happening in a movie like this? I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't want it. I don't but want it. Maybe. I like, you know, look, if I, haven't, if I didn't do my due diligence by going to the bathroom before the movie starts, then that's my problem. Batista thumbs down. I don't like okay. that. Okay. There you have it. I, I mean, the only thing I worry about is seating riots. You know, <laughs> I sat through Gladiator. Riots at the, <laughs> like, the session stand. Everybody trying to get back in. So I don't know. That seems a little risky to me. All right. Well, I think that uh, wraps it up. Unless you guys have anything else to add, you guys can let us this know. This has been a good show. Yeah, there you go. That's been a fun show. The one with Jim has been a good show to Jim. Boom. Um, (laughs) You guys can let us know about your theories about Endgame, the runtime. Would you like an intermission? You can hit us up at the hashtag Comic Comic Book Book Nation. You can find us online on Twitter. You can find me at Kofi Outlaw. That's K-O-F-I-O-U-T-L-A-W. You can find me at Matt Mueller CB. And I'm at Jim Viscardi. For Comic Book Nation, you can catch us one of several ways. We will always post uh, new posts and new episodes on the site, and you can listen right there. We have an RSS feed that is linked in any one of our episodes or the show description, which you can also subscribe to, and we invite you to. You can listen to us on Stitcher or Spotify, and now we are on iTunes where you can go. Uh, and subscribe. I'm sorry, Matt. I know you're an Amazon music official. <laughs> oh though, my God! We're not, uh, also, breaking but, news: we are also on Google Podcasts. So, boom! Breaking news: breaking we're on news. Google Podcasts. So, I mean, there's it's hard not to find us at this point. Uh, you could always look on social media on the hashtag Comic Book Nation and catch us there. And we'll always be writing all this stuff down on ComicBook.com. And if you want our weekly show with Brandon, you can catch Comic Book Now every week, which is uh, Monday live. Mondays, and we tape that live and launch that. And if you're a Walking Dead fan, we have After the Dead coming back this week this with Brandon Sunday. Davis and Janelle Wheeler this Sunday as they uh, pick up the second half of season, what is it now, nine? Yeah, season nine of Walking Dead. So that's you a know, lot of good comic book programming, but uh, always remember to come back and join us here at Comic Book Nation uh, every week, Wednesday and Friday. And uh, we'll see you guys again, and take care. Take care.